0: GM, what is going on? Welcome to the 72nd, <clears throat> excuse my voice, 72nd consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. Um, it is good to be back, fellas. Always my favorite time of the week. Excited to be back in here with you guys. If you're in the audience and you're listening for the first time, I say this every time but you know i say it because i mean it it is not very intimidating to get up on stage so feel free to hit that request button join us the more of you guys that come up and jump in on the conversation the better you know and it really is i think the perfect place to do it it's a smaller space right you know we'll have probably somewhere in the range of you know it varies 40 to 70 people in here each week during the middle of the bear market and you know, it's a lot less intimidating than getting up on one of those multi-hundred speaker stages. And I promise, exact same type of thing. It's just having a conversation with somebody else in the room with you. Um, so get up here. would love to hear what you guys have to say. Um, and on top of that, just want to go ahead and give a quick, quick rundown of what the stonks are. So if you're unfamiliar, I pinned it up at the top. The Walking Stonks are a fully generative collection <clears throat> that were released as a pre mint back in October of 2021. So fully generative collection um, art is in the charts, and you know it's something completely different than what you have with a lot of other collections that focus on PFPs or something else. Um, there is no utility outside of the art and outside of the community. I guess you could say with that, but there's no no utility, no roadmap. And I think one of the OG projects to come out. With that from day number one, right? Rather than, I think that it became a more popular narrative later on in the cycle, whenever there were a lot of teams that realized they couldn't deliver on what they had promised from the get go. The only thing that we've promised from the beginning are, you know, good art and good vibes. And that's what we continue to roll with. Um, So here we are with the 72nd week and want to give a shout out to Rooster. Um, Pit God, Lumber, we've got Pit Piker up on stage, and Dudik up on stage as well. Welcome, gentlemen. How is it going today?
1: Going pretty well. Going pretty
0: well. Thanks yeah, for the love course. on
1: the tweet, too.
0: Yeah, of course, man. Thank you for the love on the tweet. I need to... Go ahead and pin that up there for anybody that didn't see it. And also, shout out for anybody else that is in here. The legend Lumber over here has been giving away stonks each week. Um, so he does have another giveaway today. Not sure exactly what he has in mind for this giveaway, but we'll figure out you know, a good way of being able to host that. The only thing that really does matter, that I know for a fact for you to even have a chance of winning that free stonk, you need to be here, be active, be listening, and whenever that opportunity does come, we'll make sure that everybody in the audience has a fair shot at it. Last week was a little bit skewed. I know it's only the female participation, but it worked, Lumber. You know, we got we got somebody up on stage that I'm, I'm pretty sure, verifiably, was a female. You helped the diversity. Thank you for that.
2: We did. We did. And I appreciate that. Um, and she's... She was definitely a female, I'm keeping my fingers crossed there, Um, and uh, she's been tweeting quite a bit, I see, now that I'm following her, Um, but uh, looking forward to today, and you know, no utility, how about mine being blown every time you see a new stock? kind of like what you... uh, Up there a couple days ago for some lucky guy to get if he engaged. I don't know how that turned out.
0: Yeah, I forget which one that is, but I'll
2: I'll say every single
0: one of these stonks that I put up there, aside from the one that, like, I've got a stonk that I I gave away for threads, um, or that I'm giving away on threads. I guess I should say because I like I tagged the winner in it yesterday. He hasn't said anything. I tagged him again a little bit ago. He still hasn't said anything. I mean, I don't know. I'm going to have to put a stipulation on there. And if he doesn't reply back, maybe in the next hour or so, I might just give it away here on the space instead. We'll see.
2: Sounds like a great plan. Um, Excited, man.
0: So wait, are any of y'all on threads yet? I want to hear everybody's honest opinion on what's going on with that. And, Rooster, <laughs> I, I mostly agree with that sentiment,
3: but let's go ahead and hear what you guys have to say. I mean, why? Uh, why would I be on Threads is, like, my main thing. I, I, I'm i not going to lie. I'm not going to, you know, just complete uh, I'm not going to boomer mindset it and completely fade everything, right? I mean, I downloaded it. Um, have I created an account? No um do i plan on like using it at all not really i mean then that's like restarting everything i've you know built on my you know crypto twitter account for the last you know fucking year and a half or whatever it is yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna do that shit and you know apparently i heard too like if you log in with your instagram like your current account and if you like you know You gotta create Yeah, one. if you think you're like deleting just your threads account or whatever, apparently like people have been deleting their whole Instagram account. And yeah. Anyway, Facebook, Meta, Zuck. I don't really give a shit. Um but yeah, I, I just I just see no point. Like we, we we have home. Granted, you know, the playground's being changed, right? Like, you know, I press refresh once and I read my max reach my max limit. Am I gonna buy Twitter blue because of that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, wait, wait! You're you're telling me actually they have that. If you don't have
0: Twitter Blue, that it is rate limited in that sense to where you know you've got to limit and it makes you wait x amount of time before you can refresh again.
3: Um, honestly, I have no idea because uh, I'm I haven't been on Twitter that much recently. Um, I've just been more making memes of it. I've seen <laughs> I've seen people like say like you know I can't you know they're rate limited at that point. Oh, from what, from what I've heard, like if you're unverified, it's like 600 tweets or something. And then if you got like a check or something, it's like 3,000 or maybe like 5,000. I don't remember what it was. Um, I have not been rate limited, to be, to be 100% honest. Uh, Dude, if it's a few thousand and I still get rate limited, I have that.
0: Yeah, no, I've definitely still gotten rate limited before on this account. And I, I, I wonder, man. Like I wonder, it's usually in my notifications portion. It's never on my home feed, but it's always in the notifications.
4: I got turned off a couple of days ago, but I'm poor and don't have the blue check mark. So I mean, what happens
0: when you're rate limited on the main? It seat? wouldn't you
4: let, just let me sit there with the old
0: shit, and you're it like, wouldn't "Let okay, me refresh well, I guess
4: anything." I'll... And uh, I couldn't see any comments. It was pretty frustrating for someone who didn't want to talk to anybody in real life.
3: Are you still uh, are you still allowed to uh, use the messages at all?
4: Yeah, I'd just been home with my kid who was sick, so I was sitting all day scrolling, and uh, ran into a wall when it all happened. It hasn't happened since, though.
3: How how long did it take you to reach the rate limit of just like scrolling and reading?
4: <laughs> Not that long, because I think it was like <laughs> five hundred or something, and I, it looked like it was counting. Like if you opened up the comments, that counted too, right? <laughs> It was
1: crazy. yeah. But I've like, never I taken the, the, the mic like just
3: here pressed, uh, Just press the home button and, like, refreshing it just for the day. I wonder if, like, all those count towards your rate limit. Because you know how, like, zooms past 200 posts. Um, it went quick. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I, I got to say good call on the Solana while I'm up here. I was uh, down bad on a small bag, and I doubled down in the last few days. So uh, we're, we're actually only slightly red now and that feels pretty decent.
0: Nice man. Nice. Yeah. dude. I, I took some profit across the board this morning just cause I don't know. I it, it, like, will I end up regretting it? Maybe, but here's one thing that I've tried to work on over the years is just never regret taking profit. <laughs> like, and i'm looking at it and i just have one of those feelings where i'm like okay it's been a solid run uh, i you know had a few winners like had a couple losers in there but like where there are winners they won pretty well so just rather than getting too greedy and have these ridiculous targets in mind it just doesn't feel like the market is moving with the same momentum that it did a few weeks ago
5: so, you know, just
0: kind of feels a little bit more choppy and sideways. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a little bit of profit entering into the weekend. Usually nothing crazy happens on the weekends anyway. And, you know, just let let the charts mature a little bit. Figure out what happens from there. Not not like completely ax every position, but, you know, like at least take a decent amount off the table where you're not sitting there looking at the charts
4: 24-7, you know, on –
0: Friday night, Saturday, whatever it is, and you can actually have some breathing room.
4: Yeah, that would have been nice if I'd had the option. But like I said, still red. So, I'm- well, bro, bro.
0: I mean, here's the deal: like, because you're still red, doesn't mean that you don't still have the option. I think that's a fall- a sunk cost fallacy that a lot of people have. Yeah, I agree right? that. Lying-
4: it's a small bag I'm sitting on till 2025. <laughs> I got it staked, and I'm going to wait it out. Because uh, I'm the new guy, I wasn't even here until 2022, so I've just been kind of clawing my way up from the bottom and doing some DCA as I can, stacking what I can stake and some and uh, Bitcoin as much as possible. And I'm going to sit on it all until fall 25, and hopefully not pay a mortgage anymore. Then we'll go from there.
0: Ten four. Okay, I respect that, man. If it's a longer term stack type situation, and you know, it's not like an active trade type portfolio i completely get that yeah, I right? had zero in any but...
4: market in january 22 and i sold my real estate so i kind of just went all in in the last little while so uh here we go i appreciate you and uh what you guys are doing here because i've learned a lot listening in so are you a stockholder? holder i don't have any nfts i'm the only person i know that holds crypto <laughs>
0: Hey, I mean, I'm just saying, man, like, it's never a bad time to get into the stunks.
4: Yeah, I, I would, I'm with you. I don't even, I don't want to say this. I'm going to take heat. I don't have cold storage yet. I ordered a Stax in December, and it keeps getting delayed. Well, dude, so, and I'm still on exchange for now.
0: You know, here's the deal like, it's, if you have an iPhone,
4: I do have an Or iPhone, if you have a
0: laptop or a desktop, that's okay. all you need. That's all you need because it's metamask integration for the basic first step as far as, you know, having any self custodial wallet. Um, and then from there, I mean, you pause the little base and, you know, and like, boom, you, know, you have, obviously, there are other steps that you can take in that process as far as, you know, checking your wallet security, recovery, etc. but as far as actual, access to a self-custodial wallet all you need is just access to basically the internet some type of device that you control Um, and yeah you know like those integrations with MetaMask super 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 simple and you know like uh, non-chain transaction for ETH is typically pretty quick so you can honestly within five minutes if you have, I guess depending on the processing slash clearance time of the exchange that you're withdrawing from, you can literally have ETH on your own wallet. You can download the app, do it, and boom, you're there.
3: Yeah, we'll walk you through the process right now. Don't worry about it. Just download <laughs> the app. <back. laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll rent well, you on stage. Well, to be honest, um, to Kaleo's point, I mean, the the major attack vectors for wallets are going to be phishing scams like clicking suspicious links or i mean even e- even accepting like you know a contract that you really shouldn't be accepting so like just stay away from a lot of the shady type of projects and, and you know don't interact with anything that you probably shouldn't be interacting with then you know you're pretty much good
0: yeah yeah and, uh, and on top of that have- Let me say one other thing toward that. I think that's the most dangerous thing with NFTs isn't necessarily that you're owning an NFT. You know, it's the fact that because you're now owning it, I think there are a lot of people that get lured into these phishing scams where they see something and they're like, oh, you know, I own a pudgy penguin And I have the opportunity to get this free airdrop to get an igloo for my penguin because I own it. And they see this tweet, and it's not from the actual Pudgy account, but they have the FOMO because something in the tweet says, like, well, you have an hour to do this. So there are people that just don't really think twice about it, and they don't verify anything. And then, boom, next thing you know, they sign some sketchy transaction, give access to their wallet, and it gets drained for anything of value.
1: Yeah, exactly. And on top of that, you know, I mean, I personally do it. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people within crypto to do it. Um, but you can just look in someone's wallet and see what they have. So, if you know, if you have a so if you have and hold a Pudgy Penguin, you know, you're likely going to be targeted, you know, for more for more phishing attacks, especially if you have your personal information linked with that wallet.
0: Yeah, that's a good point, too. Right. So, you know, that's the other quote-unquote I guess dangerous thing from a phishing perspective that you got to be careful for if you do have a hot wallet that you know you're trading nfts hold nfts in is that if you look on those exchanges now you may be dropped some polygon you know sketchy nft and you may end up by interacting and claiming it or sending it You know, you may be approving some other transaction that gives them access. So it's like you've got to if there's something that pops up in your wallet that you don't recognize, then there's a good chance that it's just people trying to fish one way or the other, whether they're trying to get you to sign a transaction, make a transaction with it, or whether they are trying to, you know, make it look like it's a legit collection that's had real volume and do whatever else with it. You know, they're, they're just trying to trick you. So, like, that's the most dangerous thing about having them, right? It's not actually physically doing it. It's just the fact that, you know, if you let your guard down, it opens you up to more potential attack vectors. And
3: sometimes even the official accounts get compromised and will tweet out, like, a phishing scam or, you know, a wallet trainer, right, by, like, an official account. So I know, like, Izuki's Twitter has been hacked before. Um, even Ape's Twitter has been hacked before, caused, you know, hundreds of ETH and NFTs to be lost. So one of the one of the main things is like most people nowadays don't have time sensitive, like just random link drops like that. Most projects nowadays are, you know, going to give you much advanced notice that, you know, they will be releasing something at a certain time and that everything else will be a scam. Um so Never, Yeah, just never FOMO hard enough to click on something before you read it, especially if you're connecting your main wallet. And that also brings up to always have a burner. So uh, don't just have one wallet, have two wallets. Yeah, so I don't know.
0: Hopefully, like that. that's my biggest thing, man. I, I never will shy away from the topic of wallet security just because I've seen it especially dude like we saw what happens back in january where there were a lot of people active with the market moving for the first time in a while and there were a lot of wallets even in the stonk community that were compromised that you know just hadn't ever been compromised before we'd never really dealt with that issue but you saw in a more active nft environment more people falling susceptible to it so i think it's important especially if we're talking through somebody the potential of you know downloading metamask and doing whatever for the first time i think this is the type of stuff you have to talk about along with
4: it i appreciate that take for sure because every time i think i've got my head wrapped around it some big account gets hacked like shit he knew way better than i did and he got hacked so what the hell
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on top of that, I think another important point to, um, to make is that, you know, even if you have a cold wallet, you know, if you're interacting with a contract, and you know, there is that secondary verification on the physical device itself. But you know, if you're already in the zone of accepting whatever that contract is, is actually going to do, then you're still Going to lose your assets, right? So, so even if you're in a cold wallet, it doesn't mean that you're impervious from phishing attacks, which I think a lot of people were kind of pushing or make making the um making the assumption a while back that if you had a cold wallet, it automatically means you're safe. When that's when that's just not true, right? It, it's it's safer than having a uh, a digital wallet. But at the same time, if you're being fished and you, you know, jump into a project where, you know, you accept a contract that's going to drain your wallet, you know, you're still going to fall victim to that if it's cold or hot.
3: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's safer, but it doesn't protect you from user error. And user error is like the number one culprit to all, you know, quote unquote, hacks or wallet drains, right? Like m- most of them are never hacked. Your your wallet's just never gonna randomly just be like hacked, right? You're gonna be fished, or you know you're, you're gonna give access somehow, right? Maybe download some malware, and they lock your keystrokes, and you know see so you input your wallet information, whatever. Um, it's always gonna it's gonna mostly be user error, and your wallets are never gonna be you know hacked per se. Yeah. So anyway, man,
0: lots of things to be careful for. But I mean, all of that said, like, I don't think it should scare you off from doing it because I think one of the coolest things about NFTs that I've seen from the NFT community is that, you know, crazy enough, the majority of NFT gens or NFT degens, I think, know more about crypto than the majority of traders. And a lot of that is just because they actually use the product. Right. When you look at a bunch of these different traders that are talking there about the assets, they're not actively dabbling with these different contracts. And, you know, with the actual stuff on chain, you know, they're doing stuff in a centralized exchange and not actually being forced to interact with the tech, which is at the end of the day, you know, the real reason why I think has the value it has and why it has the potential for where it's going so i think at the end of the day if you're going to be involved in this space that you know hey it's a decent like you should dabble with some of this type of stuff and you, you know don't have to put some meaningful life investment in it doesn't have to be wonky stunks, whatever the heck it is no it, it does it's worth dabbling it does. i mean there's smarter investments than others right but um I, I think at the end of the day, looking at it, it's just one of those things where it will make you better in general. And the other thing, too, now is the time to be doing it because there's going to be a period again where NFTs aren't boring. Right. And whenever they're not boring, the market moves more quickly. And at that point, if you don't know what you're doing, that's when you're really susceptible to making those type of errors that we talked about before. So you want to do things whenever it's slow, whenever it is boring. So now is the time to, in my opinion, now is a better time than any to get plugged in.
3: And by get plugged in, he means to buy a wonky song. Well, I, I, hey, I will get I will get alpha right. I already now.
4: downloaded MetaMask. I'm just going through the setup while I'm listening at this point. <laughs> Let's go.
0: So I'm going to give alpha to everybody in the audience too. I just checked out blur and there's one stonk that I think is a beautiful stonk that's sitting like 25% below the rest of the floor, just there by itself. Um, Just this deep red um, background, um, super, super clean. Um, And it's like point, Oh, two something beneath all the rest of the stonks they're on Blur right now. So, decent, you know, decent discount for what I think is one of the prettiest stonks in that range.
3: No, um, it, it's a pretty stonk. It's a, it's a forever hold. I think why it's so, you know, listed right there is because it is compromised. Oh, it um, is? shoot. I didn't yeah, see so that. you can't do, you can't, you know, trade it on OpenSea, but I mean, no but, one even really uses that anymore anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But also, I would I would like to um, say as well. You know, I, I would nominate Bots um, for this week's stonk winner if he bought the one off the floor as like a little Bogo as a welcome to the community. That'd be my idea, but you know, always up to interpretation.
0: I'll, I'll leave that up to lumber so lumber if you want to get bots a bogo opportunity for being the man on stage then i'll I'll leave that up to you
2: i like stuff like that and yeah i need i need help today to uh to give it away you know i, I, let, I, I like more input from you guys but I, i'm good with that let's uh you know dude i i actually like that idea and obviously you don't have
0: to do this man you know if you want to boom Great opportunity, but you don't have to. We can figure out another way to give away the stock. But I like no. the idea of actually having somebody, you know, helping somebody figure out how to buy their first NFT um, and how to implement that and basically reward them for it rather than just, you know, doing some other type of participation. Like that's real, like that's
4: rewarding. All me. right. I'm in. Only problem. Is Let's do all it. The ETH I got is staked currently. So I guess I'll have to buy a little bit more.
3: (laughs) All right,
0: man. Well, I mean, hey, we're going to be rolling with this space for a while longer. So you've got some time to make it happen.
3: Yeah, I would say for um, gas fees and everything, just just to be safe, I would have a total of uh, like .12, and you'll you'll definitely have like .01 left over. Um, but I probably just for safe keepings have uh, 0.12 over to MetaMask. Yeah, to you know that that, song. that's
0: another important thing to mention too. So, bots, if you are not like a super active ETH user, you know I'm sure you've seen this on your timeline, but that's one of the things you'll notice with ETH. Like you know, it has variable transaction fees, and you know it depends on gas and what the gas fees are is basically. The what you're paying the miners right for your spot in the queue to be able to get verified your transaction included in that block um, so whenever the network's busier it's more expensive whenever it's not as busy it's cheaper right now it's relatively like I think it's pretty damn cheap it's probably like 15 let's see this um oh 48 so it's a little bit more than I thought it but I mean 48. Relative to like what it is in in the bull market, that forty eight is pretty pretty average, pretty cheap,
3: right? But, like you, you, there are times where you'd be like begging and praying up and down to the ETH gods and the gas gods for for forty eight one more time to be able to sweep like your favorite <laughs> project. <laughs> You'll keep so be begging well, and praying for forty eight. But so, okay,
0: so <laughs> why this is important? You don't want to have like. The worst thing, the absolute worst is whenever you get a transaction that just sits there and either A, it's just pending, you know, it doesn't go through because you don't have enough gas and you're just stuck. And I think that like OpenSea, for instance, I think they've built in a pretty good safety feature now to where you don't really, they don't allow transactions that aren't going to have enough gas to be able to clear the processing time. But you know, back in the day, dude, like that's how the legend of six six one was born. Um, so six six one was a stonk that right after the wonky stonks were created, um, right after the mint, the floor price was continuing to climb. Do whatever, but we just had this one stonk that was just sitting there that nobody could purchase, and it was a good looking stonk too, right? And we all wondered why, and we found out that it was because it was stuck in a transaction. There was somebody that tried to purchase it, but they didn't have enough gas in their wallet to be able to cover those fees. So because of that, it just continued to sit there. And it was like multiple days. Somehow, through the Discord, we were able to track down who this person was or the community did it. And it was a community-led initiative. They sent the person um eth to their wallet to cover the transaction fee and it was able to move but i mean the crazy thing was back then like i think it was stuck at 0.27 and the stonk floor was like 0.4 or something and opensea reflected what the you know the stuck stonk price was on its home page so it was really deceptive as far as you know like metrics are concerned for the way things moved and what it actually showed versus what it actually was, but you know, if you ever hear about the legend of six six one, that was how it was born. I wish '80s baby was here to speak about it. The current owner of six six one.
3: I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head. Though. That, that was a that was a great recant of the story of I mean, exactly what happened. Uh, fun, fun times. Yeah, man,
0: it's, uh, you know, it's kind of, cra- I, uh, what's crazy is I think we're the only two up on stage that, you know, I, I definitely see people in the audience that were there during that period, but we're the only two up on stage that were there during that period.
1: I, I was there too, Kaleo. Wait, God, yeah, you were? Yeah, yeah same, yeah. I, I was, I was here, wasn't Kaleo. active, I didn't I, know was, nothing, y'all. I saw okay, it happen. I took back. Yeah, I, I remember like
0: trying to buy the stock myself, <laughs> you know. Like seeing it on
6: open scene, I was like, "Damn, sweet! This is free." Bro, yeah, I didn't no. realize you all were that
0: type of OGs.
6: <laughs> yeah, man. I, I mean, I minted day one, and then like I think I think the problem was is
4: that uh, I couldn't get Discord to like work on my phone in the beginning, so I just like
6: wasn't a part of it probably for like the first couple months,
4: and then I just like hopped in. You know, like I minted one, I bought another one like a, a day or two after mint. And
6: then it took me probably like six six or seven months, and I was like, dude, fuck it. I'm riding with the stocks. I love them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, for me, um, I actually got into NFTs because of this collection, and it was right around whenever um, that Stealth Mint occurred. Um, I was just sitting in some of those spaces. I was following up on it, and then you know I, I just love the hype the community and, and and everything you were doing so i decided to pick one up you know send it to metamask um buy one off opensea i actually bought two that were pretty high priced at the time because i kind of FOMOed into it but um they're Go definitely wheel. ones that i'm never going to get rid of <laughs> so so yeah i definitely FOMOed into it but it was um but it's still like you know to the, to this day one of my favorite collections and i don't i, I don't sell any of them once i pick them up
0: You know, dude, what I'm going to say is, bro, if it wasn't the stonks, it was going to be something else. (laughs) Everybody's experienced the FOMO of something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hondo taught me this term way back in the day when I actually, like, you know, the funniest thing. Here's another story about Hondo I never bring up. But, dude, Hondo was a degenerate, like, options trader well before I ever even – like bought my first stock. <laughs> like, I, I didn't even really touch the stock market outside of index funds back then. And I hear Hondo tell me these stories about how he like made and lost thousands of dollars in a day. And I was like, dude, there's no way. That's insane. To, like, oh, what do. oh yeah. And anyway, he, he always called it for any losses. He'd be like, that's just tuition. So. <laughs> Fomo we get at the top that's just tuition right it's part of part of the degree
1: yeah yeah i I remember the first time I, i got into sort of option trading it was i bought um like a whole bunch of calls on sundial before it ripped to the ripped to the heavens in the in the back of the beginning of the bull market and um you know I saw that value just disintegrate in a matter of, like, a day. (laughs) Luckily, I was able to cash out some, but, you know, still, it would have been nice to just, you know, take all of it off the table.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, like, the thing is, too, though, it might have been, you know, better safekeeping, because if you you look back at other projects from 2021, uh, first of all, there aren't many that have had a sale in the last month. Maybe even all of 2023, um, let alone have held up pretty pretty well comparatively. So even, even FOMO in at the top of the stonks in 21 is still probably have saved you more money than any other project you would have been able to buy for that price back then.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, at that time, there were a lot of nice ones out there that you could buy. I mean, there's – I'm not – all wonky stonks are beautiful, of course, but I'm just saying there, there were a lot of them that were absolutely gorgeous at the time. Like, you know, trying to find the Miami Vice ones now, it's kind of difficult, um, you know, trying to find the yeah. real vibrant, colorful ones. <laughs> well, like, good luck. Too many snipers out there
3: now. Everybody <laughs> has a trained eye. Back then, yeah, everybody was a rookie. You know, it's like when a video game first drops and everybody just sucks at it. Um, but then, <laughs> you know, and, and it's, like, pretty fun in the beginning because, like, no one's good at all. Everyone's just, like, running around like idiots. Um, but then, you know, after it's been out a year or so, you know, people have been playing this shit for, like, the fucking 12 hours a day. Yeah, it <laughs> gets sweaty. Now, My like, if a Miami Vice has dropped anywhere within, like, you know, 2X of the floor, it, it's gone pretty quickly. I, I haven't seen a Miami Vice, you know, under 2X floor and psh, Well, at least not one that stays listed long. Yeah, exactly. At least not uh, one that stays listed for longer than five minutes. Um, Yeah.
0: Dude, it's, (laughs) it is funny. So actually, one other correction, I guess I'll say, you know, the stocks were free mint, but you could also, I think overall, if you wanted to mint more than one per wallet, it was 0.07 for the mint. So the overall average mint cost was like 0.011 was the average, right? So I, I'm really curious, you know, looking at that, how many collections from that time period? And legitimately how how many? Not the percentage, because I know the percentage is less than one percent, but how many collections from that time period are still above their like their mint price even? Right? Like not their all time, not the whatever,
3: but just the mint price. I think you're talking like penguins apes
0: i was gonna say that like they're they're probably maybe 20 30 40 out there tops right like
3: yeah I, i'd probably yeah i'd say top definitely I'd say not less than 50. Over 50. fifty. yeah definitely not over 50 i, I really just which I,
0: I know maybe i'm stretching here but i'm trying to think out of collections that were minted in 2021 name me 50 that are above their
3: mint price And honestly shit, name me ten off the top of your head that are above mid price without having to look at anything. Dude, I don't know, but I know like I know there I I mean I
0: know there are more. But I mean point being there aren't a ton out there. I can name a lot more off the top of my head that are well below the mid price. That, I mean, like, and the ones that I'm thinking about, dude, these aren't just, like, these are ones that were super hyped, that everybody on the timeline had an honorary, you know, you could go down the list of all the different superlatives that these other projects had, and the millions of dollars that they minted out, and I just, like. That was the name
3: of one of them, superlative. (laughs) That was literally the name of one of them. Really? (laughs) That was a 2021 project. Yeah, that had like, a a lot of hype. I can think
0: through and like as I'm digging through old tweets or I'm like looking at interactions between myself and some of my other friends or something else. Like, dude, I I get the memory of some of these old projects that all of a sudden pops up and I look at it and like the majority of these, they just kind of let die quietly right? Like, there wasn't really anything said about it. There was nothing else. It's just, I think, one day, they just decided, oh, this isn't going anywhere and it died off.
3: No, yeah. yeah. I mean, NFTs is the land of letting anybody get away with anything after one week. One week, everybody's forgotten about whatever they've done wrong, ready to mint the next thing, ready to buy the next coin they drop. Like, you, you, you got one week of bad rep, and then nobody gives a shit anymore, and if it's new and shiny, like... It, it, it'll do something, um, but yeah, no, I've 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 seen a couple of my old tweets too. Honestly, 2021 was pretty cringe in the time of NFTs. Like we were doing some really really stupid shit. That like, I, like bro, you, you remember Pastel World? <laughs> yes, bro.
0: Like you you know came out right after Azuki. It was supposed to be this big thing. Like I, I can name 50 people that all had a Pastel World honorary
3: and. What happened? Yeah, then there was like <laughs> the Sevens, too, like the Mechaverse. Um, yeah, no, that, yeah it, was, it was a fun time. But yeah, pretty much nothing. I'm curious, have we yet. flipped Mechaverse yet?
0: Has it finally.
3: I think at one point this year we
0: did. No. no oh, wait, wait, I'm looking at the wrong collection. I looked at a completely different one. Never even heard of that one. <laughs> um,. I guess I need to look on OpenSea. Or the
3: Hape. You remember the Hape Prime? The yeah, we're 3D. we're right there.
0: Stonks and Mechaverse are basically the same same price. Yeah, except 1.6 ETH. Insane. That's insane. And their mint price was, what, 3 ETH or something? No, nah, their
3: their mint price was 0.2. Oh, was it 0.2? Yeah.
0: But they no, just they're... started trading around 3
3: or Yeah, cuz they did the they did that raffle lottery. They were like they were the first this was like peak immediately after apes did their huge run, right? It's this is peak like holy shit what are NFTs? Then it was like the first new Twitter account NFT Twitter account to get over like 100k followers and that happened within like a week and you know there's like 80,000 wallets that signed up for the raffle or whatnot. And then, yeah, they immediately started trading at 6 ETH afterwards. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know, but I think, like, you ask the average person what future there is for Mechaverse, like, I, I really just, you know, nobody's talking about it. I think that it's just slowly bleeding to zero, slowly... Happening right, so I think that's the difference too. Looking at it, where you know they had fifty thousand plus ETH volume, or fifty thousand plus ETH volume, they had a floor price that was up as high as like close to four or five ETH. You know, all these different things that were talked about leading into it, and it just led to disappointment. So I think like that's the big difference between projects like that, then projects that had this hype and then never delivered and quietly died. And then with wonky stonks where it was something that was, you know, there were no promises, you know, it was something that was a free mint that was, didn't have the hype. It was stealth launch with that. That dude, I've, I've had every opportunity in the world to be able to walk away from, right. And just say, ah, well, it is what it is. Every opportunity in the world easily could have done that by now. And, you know, point being, it's like, I'm still here with it. I'm not going to go anywhere. And like the stocks aren't going to go anywhere either. And I think that's the thing that, you know, it still kind of blows my mind just how slept on they are right now. Like, yeah, it's one of those things. Could, could we go in like easily sweep up a lot, bring, yeah. Like I prefer, I actually kind of like the low, slow growth. I think that there's something really healthy to low, slow organic growth as far as building that foundation for where the project heads down the road because again if you get too hyped too fast and it's not organic it leads to disappointment
3: right but bro what had me cracking up was even though it was uh, a free first mint for you know anybody during that time uh december january february immediately after people still had the nerve to be like why are we getting rugged right now <laughs> That that's just shit was cracking me up during the time. So much so much fun in the Discord, during you know in the, the Christmas time and the New Year's immediately after. Um, Built a lot of strong connections so Yeah, dude. I mean, I think I just like lost a few million dollars
0: and I wanted a break from Twitter. <laughs> and so I, I I took a little break from Twitter um, and. You know, I think during that period, like, the expectations of everybody where, again, like, it was something, there wasn't anything that was promised along with it. Just, they're like, oh, this is a, a rug. And it's like, dude,
3: how how is there a rug if there's nothing that's promised? <laughs> well, it's funny, during that time, people are like, okay, well, where's the mutant stonks? Or where's the animated stonks? Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> because they're
0: all the derivatives,
3: right? And everybody expected an immediate derivative.
0: Yeah. No, nah, man, like, and that's the thing, too. I, and I I really still do think there's an amazing opportunity for ledge art down the road to be able to grow and incubate different collections. Um, And, you know, I still have that vision, but it's one of those things where, you know, my, my biggest thing still, and, like, it's just, I, I really think that there's something, too, continuing to just grow and incubate the initial collection, prove, like... You know, x amount of viability, and you know, like I, I don't know if there's a specific number in mind for like what the value of the actual NFT or anything else is, but I do think that there's something toward not diluting that initial collection until there's enough demand to really drive in, and you know, like it's got to be a supply demand type thing, right? So right now, I think there's importance to just being patient growing incubating what you have and then by the time man that like there is an opportunity where there's more momentum more demand in the broader market you know that's where you start to look and say okay what else can i potentially bring in here to be able to complement and you know that initial collection and to be able to drive strength as a whole but it should never be the primary like the primary collection for releasing or the primary reason for uh, releasing a new collection should never be to drive demand in the, you know, in some other collection, right? Like, that should never, never be the primary motive whatsoever. So, like, that's my whole thing. I'm, I'm not in a rush for anything like that. I believe that the NFT marketplace is going to reach this point of growth sustained growth and opportunity again so in the meantime it's just about being patient you know maintaining the vibes that are here and you know like whatever happens happens in the meantime
3: yeah i mean we see Nizuki just uh you know took a fucking 60 percent you know almost 70 percent haircut in the matter of what a four-day span um by dropping another yo they got their bag though (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean they they did. They raised 40 million about quick as shit. Yeah, you know, didn't even have to didn't even have to go to anybody else except for members of their own community. They were <laughs> able <laughs> within 10 minutes they were able to successfully raise 40 million dollars from people who were already a part of their ecosystem. Now, that is impressive. See, that's It's insane, and I still just think the most insane
0: thing about this. Dimes in the audience right now, like Dime, will like can appreciate and laugh toward this. Like, what company is out there that raises forty million dollars, and then the very next day, everybody that gave them the money to do that's like, this is the worst thing ever. I hate this. Like, it's terrible. I'm so bearish on the company and the platform. Like, no, it doesn't happen. Typically, if somebody gets a $40 million <laughs> investment, they're, like, the hottest thing on the street. People can't stop talking about them and
3: give them giving them superlatives. No, yeah. I mean, if, if it's one thing that especially the, the NFT community loves to do, it is FUD their own bags. Like, they, they, they would – I see more people FUD their own bags than, like, try to pump them and, like – you know, give exposure to their bags, right? I almost feel like they look at that negatively. Like it's, it's it's almost flipped. It's like you on the timeline, you know, you you can't say you like anything, otherwise people are going to say you know you're like a paid grifter. Um, you you can only find your own bags, and everyone else is along with it. I don't know. It's a it's a pretty funny dynamic to to see how people tweet. Yeah,
0: you know, so it's a little bit of a mentally deranged place okay actually while we're on the the topic of like how mentally deranged people are i want to talk about threads for a second so (laughs) threads do the thing and here's the deal i i we slightly touched on this at the beginning i think that we would be remiss to completely ignore it completely fade it and not do Anything on there because I do think that there will be looking at it, there's going to be some type of audience that ends up growing and incubating on threads.
3: Well, right? you know what audience it is? It's a great audience to have. Those are the same 50,000 people that minted the Trump NFTs and that <laughs> had no idea how to. Say well,
0: that. The, the, so, actually, uh, rewind that. Rewind that. I think the Trump NFT mentors are more on Twitter. This is like if Biden came out with the collection, you know, they're on. They're the ones on. Um, on the hey, well,
1: side. you are joining the Fediverse, so.
0: <laughs> so, you know, but point being, there's going to be some type of an audience. And I think that, like, it's easy for me to get sit there and be frustrated and be like, oh, you know, I've already got a platform here that's massive. Why would I want to completely restart over there all my work? And I just think that's kind of lazy. That's something I started to sit down and think about. And I'm like, man, that's a lazy approach, right? Because if so, I don't, somebody else will.
1: So Clay, I have, I have a question for you. So if if, if you have this mindset, um, you know, what's what's stopping you from saying going to Mastodon when that was picking up steam? Because for me, like when I see the 30 million, you know, act, active users that they, that they obtained or during those first 24 hours – um, I personally think that's pretty unimpressive, considering like you know there's over one point I think there's like close to two two billion or like one point eight billion users on Instagram, and they were all prompted to you know download threads and get their profile on there. and they only got thirty million. So like you know, coming from the entire network of
0: eighty million now.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, like, but coming from the entire network of, like, Facebook and Instagram, they only got, like, a fraction of their, oh, oh, of their total base.
0: Well, the growth arc, I think, is still pretty quick. Um, you know, just thinking about the average person, like, when you get prompted to update from updates from the app store, I only do it, like, once every week or two anyway, right? So, like, a prompt to download this other thing, I think that, like, there's something behind social networks where it has the potential to be able to, you know, as more people use it, more people continue to see it, more people continue to be driven toward it. I, I think that there's going to be some staying power just with the overall. Like, you know, you look at Mastodon, they don't have what we talked about there as far as just that automatic funnel of users toward it.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I really think that it's the integration and the level of funding that they have that really separates it from a lot of these other attempts at Twitter knockoffs that makes it impossible to completely ignore. So like, I'm not sitting on there like one of these guys that's sitting grinding, hustling 24 seven on threads, but like I'd be remiss to say that I don't think that it's worth doing
4: something on a little bit just to get a little bit
0: of a voice there.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious how people actually get a voice there. Because, like, for me at least, you know, if I'm discovering things on Twitter, you know, I could like search hashtag wonky stonks or, or search stonks or search crypto, maybe NFTs. And then I stumble across, you know, something like that. All algorithms right now. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You know, like, how difficult is it to compete against, you know, content that probably advertisers are going to be, you know, paying top top Dollar for to um, put their posts in in everyone's feeds at at the very top.
2: Well,
0: he did say that he's not going to allow any advertising slash monetization of the platform until there are 1 billion users. After the first billion.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So right now it's not in there, and they've got a lot to work on. But what I was initially going to say is, dude, as far as the mental, like people being mentally deranged, it's just all people. The entire feed is just GM, bro. Oh, that's like the best thing I've ever read. Nice, man. Keep it up. Like, just this fake positivity that is just so easy to see through. And it's just because people want to see, have their name be fed into this. You know, the, the algo be able to push them on the top and grab more engagement. And it's just this echo chamber of like fraud. And it's so frustrating because you get on there and it's all, I, I want some of the negative content. Give me something real, man. But that's just me. So, I mean, no, it's uh, not. A uh, game. Uh, I,
1: yeah, I, I 100% agree with you on that. I mean, it, it's kind of like you go on LinkedIn and there's only you know positive things about businesses, or <laughs> <laughs> it's just like LinkedIn, or just like the comment section for your for your Instagram. Yeah, but it's it, it's kind of rough. I, I honestly already uninstalled it. I tried it out, um, but I, I just couldn't get into it. But I do like I'll, I'll give them this. I like the the sleek UX they have. I like the UX UI. It's pretty aesthetically pleasing.
0: Yeah, man. Sometimes basic is better. Um, I And, you know, I will say this. Like, I, I kind of like, I haven't used light mode in forever for Twitter. And going over there and having the light mode as a switch up, I kind of like it. Like, I, I might have to go back to light mode on, on Twitter.
3: So, okay. So, speaking of mentally deranged, um, no, I'm playing. <laughs> uh, but Kaleo, actually, I do have uh, people in the DMs asking me when the next poker tournament. Yo, bro, we did this like a few weeks
0: ago. If I had to guess, I would say probably um, sometime, maybe maybe August, September at the latest, but probably August is what what I'll shoot for. So somewhere in that time range. You know, maybe maybe we'll do it right as like football season kicks off, and um,
2: somewhere around there might be a good time. So,
5: hey, I,
2: Kayla, I just wanted to add in real quick that next week, I'll, that will be the last week. I'll be giving away stonks. Um, it's the crescendo, so to speak, and uh, I'll well, be giving away three stonks that day to cap it off. What and, a legend! Uh, And then, you know, there is – sorry to interrupt you there, but there is one other contest I'm doing right now (laughs) because it's fun, man. But uh, I asked people to pick the winner of the U.S. Women's Open, and only like six people – I don't know, eight people gave me their uh, choices. So there's a chance to win a stunk there as well.
0: Yo, pin it up at the top, man. Pin it up at the top. Let more people from the space enter. Um, But I was going to say – Next week. Okay. Here's the thing, the struggle for next week. I, I may not be able to join the space. So I like, and here's why. Um, unless something happens last minute, I am a volunteer leader with young life and there is a summer camp that I am going to help lead this next week. And I will not be able to get away from my phone. Now I can still have Hondo host the space from here, but I'm just letting you know that I will not most likely I might be able to find some time, right. And sneak away, but odds are, I probably won't. So you guys probably won't have me next week as big of a, you know, because it is like a Thursday through a Tuesday type of thing. Um, So, yeah, just heads up for that. So as far as the big giveaway, maybe Lumber, I would like maybe push that off another week. I'm not saying to not give away any, you know, during that time period. But you might have a bigger participation if
2: I'm there with it. Hey, I I go with the flow, so that sounds fine. So maybe we'll push the big giveaway for another, you know, the following week. But we'll definitely do one stonk next week then. Okay. And then you can
0: do two the week after that. Um, sure. And then, you know, so I, I'm going to need you guys to carry the vibes while I'm not there. But, you know, there, there will be a space. So. Um, by the way. Let me see real quick. Yeah, anything else on the thread side? Because, Rooster, I want to... Like, you said you
3: downloaded it, deleted it.
0: Like, I'm curious, like,
3: what... No, I didn't say I deleted it. I said I downloaded it. I just haven't used it yet.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, yeah, the other thing. Aside from fake positivity, there are, like, two main topics on threads. Fake positivity and threads on how to get more engagement on threads from people that don't even have like many followers and they're just sitting there and it's been like two and a half days and they're all of a sudden gurus on hey you want to get engagement here are the things to get engagement and it's like how many threads can I read on what you need to do
1: on threads to get more engagement It's exactly like how it is on here with, like, Twitter. I I mean, not not, not Twitter, AI. Like, you need to do these 10 things to leverage AI that will, you know, boost your productivity. (laughs) It's, like, all over my feed. Like, every other, you know, post is, like, some, you know, AI guru on how to, you know, be a legend with AI.
0: I mean, I honestly think there's got to be one of those that it like, I think it works for the people or why would they do it? So, I mean, I really think the real thing is you, you write a thread on like how to get more engagement and followers and put on there as one of the steps to write a thread on how to get more engagement and followers,
3: right? Like it's, yeah, it's like the meme step. Bro, with, the, with the astronaut and the gun in outer space. Like the always has been meme. That, that was, that's what that just sounded like to me.
0: Yeah, basically. It's like an episode of Black Mirror.
3: How to get engagement. You write a thread about writing well, threads about how like to the get It's like the very engagement.
0: first episode of Black Mirror from this
8: new season.
1: Well, people don't know that, you know, that person who's making that thread, they don't know that they don't have any, like, they they don't know that they're not a guru right so people just believe anyone who's writing threads about getting engagement because they don't they, they they don't really know i mean if you put like some thirst trap picture on there and say you know okay this is how you get engagement i'm sure people believe it just because like people believe um you know i i think you know more or less there's that phenomena where the more attractive you are the more believable you are so you just have to put some like hot person in there as your photo and then write a thread and you'll be good
3: yeah
0: you know i i will say i think that one thing i have noticed too i'll be i'm I'm interested to see how much the growth and activity continues there as the hyper growth that you initially have goes away because i think that's one part of why people loved it there to begin with is just that they got so much engagement right the issue is as it loses some of that novelty and it's not as shiny and new as it was you're not going to get the same level of influx of new users there so like now i'm looking at it you know i i think the rate of my follower growth has started to dissipate I'm not just getting followers every second on there now. And I think that what ends up happening from that, you know, you realize, okay, well, this isn't as fun anymore. When, when I'm not getting the dopamine triggers, it loses a little bit of what made it fun.
1: Yeah, 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 you get past that initial hype, and then you have to see if, you know, it has... You know a stable set of users because i mean that's what that's kind of what mastodon did i mean they were pretty much pulling a lot of people off of twitter at the time i mean they didn't have a another network to bolster their you know network off of but i mean they pulled people off for a while they had a you know a massive surge in users and then once the hype you know died off it just it became i, I don't know what it is now but it's definitely not what it was i what it was hyped up was yeah, I, I didn't try it, but I know that there are a bunch of metrics, you know, showing just this exponential growth. Because, like, the media was pushing it to, you know, get try and get people off Twitter because, you know, it's all misinformation and fake news on Twitter, obviously. So, you know, <laughs> you have to go to Mastodon <laughs> or things like that. So.
0: Well, you know, hey, let's just say this as an example. And I know that it's a different platform, but, like, Clubhouse Right. Everybody loved Clubhouse whenever it first came out. Twitter Spaces killed it within an instant, so I know it's different, but I just remember how many people, whenever Clubhouse first came out, that were linking their Clubhouse Spaces and were getting on there doing that. So two different products, but similar type of, you know, Similar type of idea where it was this new product that was super hyped at the beginning that ended up just kind of like dying down. I mean, who uses Clubhouse anymore? Are there Clubhouse? I, I think there are still Clubhouse users, but dude, I think that it is like rather than growing like it should at this rate, it's declining.
1: Didn't didn't like Gary V pop um pop that up like he was like he was behind a lot of that a lot of that activity. I know he was promoted for a while.
0: I mean, there were a lot of people that used it there at the beginning. And, you know, the sad thing about Clubhouse, I have a really OG handle on Clubhouse. I was an early user, and my handle is just Kaleo.
4: All right, guys, I got a transfer pending. You, you, you've you won one over today.
0: Let's go. So, what you got a transfer pending to your MetaMask? Send, or... To send
4: some ETH to my MetaMask.
0: Okay, and then from there, we got to walk you through how to connect your wallet to Blur. And it's Blur.io, B-L-U-R.io. That's exciting, man.
6: Dude, I want to say, I feel like this is the first time I've ever been on a space where, like, the sequence of events has happened. So, it's pretty dope, actually. Nice job, Cleo. Rooster And bots, Congrats to you man
2: And bots is doing this For the win right To get that To get that win That stonk today Yes sir He is
4: Hon- Honestly I, I might have done it anyways I've been following Kaleo for a while And Like I said I'm new So I appreciate people That are out there Just dropping information And not really asking For anything in return <laughs> And well, I guess until now.
0: <laughs> hey, I mean, you know, it's not asking. I'm joking. I'm joking,
4: man.
0: And I'm you joking. got something from
4: it. I'm I'm well, dipping my toe in and getting my hand held, walking through the baby steps. And for someone who's not from a technical background, that that's a big deal. So thanks, guys.
0: Yes, sir, man. Well, welcome to not just the stonks, but welcome to NFTs. And, well, I mean, heck, welcome to using, welcome to the on-chain world in general. So, you know, it, it, I, I really do think there's a difference between just saying that you're kind of interested in Bitcoin or Ethereum and actually using them. I'm like, that's the cool thing about NFTs.
4: You actually, you're using well, them. I As I said, I hadn't used anything yet. I'd just been accumulating. But I joined the whole Coiner Club, and I guess now I'm a MetaMasker. So I don't know how many more steps there are. Own, own some NFTs, is next.
2: I know when I first set up MetaMask, I was scared shitless.
4: I'd really like it if that transaction wasn't pending anymore.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, here's the thing: it takes a while. As far as you know, like number one, it's probably pending because it takes a while for the
3: uh, like. It, it takes longer with exchanges from like the block theirs every 15 minutes. They they, they yeah. just immediately send it out into the. It depends the on the exchange,
0: change. right? It depends on the exchange they use but they all have different processing times where they, as far as when they allow the transactions to actually go through after you send it. I mean, yeah, but it'll typically happen within 15 minutes unless there's just like a huge backlog and massive fees. Sometimes they, they push it back a little bit, but yeah, well, I mean, you'll, you'll have it on there within 10, 15 minutes, but um that is something where it does take typically a little longer than if you just sent it from one wallet to another wallet. Um, a centralized exchange, getting it off of there typically takes just
2: a little bit longer
0: than a normal transaction. And you know, like anything else too, whenever you are sending, and this is something that I wouldn't ever mess with if if you're a new user Just go with whatever the suggested gas fees are. But remember what we were talking about, how gas is basically your prioritization in line. You know, when the network's super clogged, you can pay more gas to kind of skip the line. Or if you don't need it sent in a super whatever, you know, quick time window, you can pay a little bit less and just wait a while longer. You know, I actually, springs up one of my buddies. I, I hate the concept of paid parking. Um, I think it comes from, you know, growing up in a small town. But I had a buddy that I think actually made a great point of it recently. You know, after living in the city for X amount of years. I appreciate paid parking more now because it is a service that guarantees you a result versus, like, if you don't have it. You know, the wars of trying to find it and go out there and get it, you know, it's the same type of thing as like paying more gas, right? Like you get what you're paying for. If you want the convenience, if you want the ease, you know, you pay X fee. If not, you know, you spend a little bit more time searching for something. Maybe you get lucky and you squeeze your way into a good spot somewhere close But otherwise, it's like, yeah, you know, you pay for what you get. And I like having that optionality.
2: That's so true. I mean, paying for ease is. It's a a winner.
0: Yo, Razik, welcome up to the stage, man. It has been a while since I have heard your beautiful voice. What is going on, sir?
8: Hey, Kaleo. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Uh, It's been a long time. I can't remember when I'd last spoken. I think it was the one-year anniversary. Um, Got myself a hoodie to celebrate. That would have been, what, November last year. Good to see everyone. (laughs) Good to hear everyone.
0: Hey, yo, tell me, what do you think of that hoodie, Razak? Is it not one of the
8: most comfortable hoodies? Oh man, the hoodie is so awesome. I I wear it everywhere and I live in a small town in the UK, so no one actually recognizes it. But people look at it and they're all like, man, that's a cool hoodie. (laughs) Although I decided to get the medium because I'm one of those weird people that really likes a fitted hoodie. So, you know, some people like their hoodies really baggy. I like my hoodie to be like super fitted. So, I got a medium. Um, It fits great. It fits great.
0: Nice man, love it, love it.
8: Just wanted to say though, I really wanted to give a shout out to Lumber. I mean, all the stuff, dude, you're posting on on um, Twitter just keep going, just keep like firing every day. It's just relentless. So, um, it's really awesome to see you just sort of um, you know, promoting the wonkies on uh, on Twitter all the time. I really enjoy seeing your posts. So yeah, keep it up. That's fantastic. And I think Andy Andy is the other one who's doing it all the time it's just it's really good to see so yeah nice one
1: yeah
0: we've got multiple you know like can't leave out another one that i see all the time with a song post wall street bull oh yeah yeah
8: yeah
0: these guys
8: are just just posting every day just posting posting wonky stuff and it's so good to see them um it's great it's just fantastic um it's such a great project and it's funny isn't it like now looking at it you got to pay like what 0.1 0.1 each just for like a, for a wonky but if you want the colors you've got to pay almost like 0.2 now 0.25 um well yeah
0: if you want like a it's wonky it's, gradient type of thing then yeah there there's still a huge discrepancy that that's kind of what rooster brought up earlier like if you want the miami vice type of vibe like what your profile picture has you know you're not getting that at the floor.
9: No, no,
8: unless – and you don't even seeing them get dropped on the floor anymore. Remember, you used to see them get dropped on the floor all the time around, like, what, late 21? People were just dropping gradients and random – one percenters on the floor that
3: you don't see that anymore at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where the, the one that I'm rocking now, I'm, I'm not sure if I can ever sell it. Yeah, it's, like, such a great stonk. I mean, God candle right there, smack dab in the middle. Nice, clean color for the PFP. Super high return. You know, yeah, like over 400, or right around 400% return. Like, I, you know, that that that's a grail stonk. I, I'm not sure if I can, no matter what. I mean, there's a price for everything, but we're nowhere near, like, prices I would get rid of the stonk for. It, it'd be, like, you know, a, a 10X over floor. Like, if floors at 2e, you know, you're going to, I'm going to need, like, 20 E to get rid of this stonk.
8: It's pretty funny you I've got a, f I've got a funny story actually. Um I I it's kind of just I, I don't know what it doesn't really matter what people think, but at some time around what, maybe April twenty two, I started to become a bit of a Bitcoin maxi and I, I kind of am now, which is fine some people agree, some people don't. But the funny thing is I've been going to the local uh Bitcoin meetups in my area. Um but I've been rocking the song footy. <laughs> and these people, you know what Bitcoin maxis are like. They don't don't obviously they they, they would frown on anyone who was, you know, into NFTs. But they asked me, oh yeah, you know, we talk about Bitcoin. And I tell them, look, I own everything in Bitcoin. So, I love the Waltz songs, and I own these NFTs. <laughs> and I'm trying to show these dudes NFTs because they're great NFTs. Um, and you should see the way they look at me. But they love the art. Like they were well, like, the art's pretty cool. These are cool. Th- these are cool things. If you're going to be into NFTs, these are the ones you want to be at. But uh, it's pretty funny rocking the old. Um, Wolfgang for the, the Bitcoin Maxi meetups <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to rock mine
0: at the next Bitcoin Maxi Meetup that I go to here.
8: Um,
0: yeah. That is funny. funny.
8: Very good. Yeah. But, and um, nice one, guys. I just thought I'd, um, I'd pop in quickly and just to say also, there's two really nice itchies, um for sale at the moment. I think there's one at like 0.27 and a really nice one at 0.39 that I've been looking at. That just, you know, it's one of those really nice gradients, but uh, it's tempting just to. I
0: it. <laughs> well, Rasic, like, you know what? You know what the advantage right now of whenever the market's quiet, it allows you to be patient, and it allows you to kind of be selective and be a picker, right? Yeah. Whenever yeah. things move quick, you don't have that advantage. You basically have to like FOMO into whatever. Right now, I'm telling you, dude, that's why I think right now is honestly a lot of fun. I bring it up all the time. I love it whenever it's quiet. I love it whenever we can sit through here and have like a full hour space and give, you know, bots the opportunity to be able to scoop up the cheap stuff without having to worry about somebody else snagging it. Like it just allows you to be able to really grow the community in a healthy way. And I am so confident that there will be another period where the market is not like this and that it's insane again and that the stonks will be there whenever that happens and that we'll move along with it. But you know, like I, I've got no fear of that whatsoever. I I mean, maybe I'm a little bit biased, but you know, it goes back to what I brought up earlier. I've had every opportunity to walk away from this project. I'm not going to, Right. Like, you know, heck, I guess if you asked me, when would I ever potentially walk away from the stonks? I'd have to look at it and say, okay, right. Like. Me walking away makes zero impact on this project at this point. Right. Like if me walking away made absolutely zero impact, if it ever got to that point where, you know, the stonks are tens of ETH. And that happens and like there is the whole subset community kind of like what happened with the punks discord where, you know, something like that is happening. That would be like the only way right outside of that. There's just something about my nature as far as, you know, my pride for sticking with something that I've started that I am determined that the stonks will be great. Right. Like when I talk about the wonky stonks are inevitable. That's what I mean by it. Like I am fully confident that they're inevitable because I am confident that my platform and voice are both inevitable, right? Like that I am going to find a way to hustle, to be heard, and that everyone in this community are going to continue to build and do great things themselves as well. So like when I look at that, I've got zero doubt whatsoever that the stonks are going to be something great. You know, so, like, I, I'm okay with whatever short-term fluctuations happen in the meantime. It doesn't really, you know, there's no concern with that whatsoever. So I I love these days. I love, you know, having the opportunity to do things slowly because, again, you know, you look back, and these are the days you appreciate whenever, whenever things do move fast. Man, the floor is pretty
8: thin, and you can see that the fluctuations are – Pushing the stonks into stronger hands every cycle. Like after what happened, was it in January when they just went nuts during the bottom of the Bitcoin bear market? I mean that was insane. Watching the stonks go up to what 0. 0.5, um, yeah, just just moving from, from weaker hands to stronger hands, and you can see it at the floor. People who are <laughs> love them, so um, yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure, no doubt that they are going to stick around for a long time.
0: Well, dude, if you look at it from, like, a charting perspective with that, so they, like, retested basically the all-time high in terms of ETH price. But if you look at, like, what they're doing on a chart perspective, they're almost making, like, this two-year plus, you know, a two-year cup and handle. Where, you know, they're slowly right now. I feel like we're at the base of that handle. And, you know, it's slowly – You know, you got your base slowly starting to curve back. And I think whenever it eventually like does retest that area, you know, from a technical perspective, breaking back through it again would be incredibly bullish. And I think that like there it's even beauty looking at the chart of the chart of or the chart of the art that is charts. (laughs) <laughs> like, because it's, you know, there's something that's slowly forming and developing there too. And it's like, I can see it. And I love just like this slow, beautiful progression that it's painting. Because it again just goes back toward that narrative of where, you know, I see the project heading in the long term as well. So, you know, it's a, something that it all goes together. You know, if you appreciate charts, you appreciate art, like, you know, I, I don't know how you can't not like the stunks. Crypto Vortex, welcome up to the stage.
5: Hi mate, thanks for uh, thanks for having me here. I guess I kind of have uh two short questions. I, I get that you have a long term view on this on this project. Um I am not too familiar with NFTs or that I've been in crypto for about three or four years. My question is that obviously with most altcoins most of them i'd say maybe 80 or 70 percent of them become relics of a price cycle so um you know if we look at what happened in 2017 we had the likes of you know dash monero um bitcoin cash obviously has pumped recently like all, all those type of coins and they have start to become relics over time my question would be is that something could that be uh something similar or congruent with nfts could we see some yes. new nft projects and what makes you bullish on this specific one over over the longer term
0: well one i'm bullish on this specific one for the longer term because it is my project uh That's so valid. And, and, you know i think that, that does and why i say that again you know when i'm talking about the direction of the project itself and the staying power Going back towards saying I'm confident that I'm going to continue to have a voice in this space and, you know, looking at the community and the way they've rallied. Heck, even times where, like, I haven't been able to be as active and how they've continued to maintain momentum for the stonks. Like, I look at that and I really think that it has an opportunity to be a leader. And I think one of the things that does differentiate, you know, the stonks and give it that opportunity for the next cycle and differentiates it from your average altcoin is, you know, the songs aren't something that have some sort of utility where I think utility is something in this space that is very easy to be, you know, somebody else can come up with something that does what you do more efficiently. Somebody else can come up with something that you do that has some type of sexier, new appeal. Right. But when you're talking about art, I think that history and time usually adds toward the demand for the art itself like you know looking at the punks it wasn't the last cycle the punks didn't become valuable because there was some new added utility to it right you know they became more of a flex and like i I look back to my old runescape days with like you know the different in-game holiday things that they had like their party hats or whatever else that had no utility in the game, but they were a flex because of the certain period that they came from. And I really look at that. And I think that that's one of the things that differentiates it from altcoins is again, the fact that it is an art based project, you know, the history is something that adds toward the value, but you know, toward that point, I think there will be a lot of relics that don't move that do get left behind. Um, You know, just like what you're talking about with some of those old dinos that slowly get forgotten. Um, So you have to just, I think whenever you're trying to decipher what are going to be the forgotten projects and what are going to be the ones that have a chance of being those leaders into the next cycle. I think you have to look at the full picture of the project itself from the, you know, the purpose to the art um to utility to everything else surrounding it and kind of make your judgment call from there
5: yeah no i 100 agree with you and, and that's a, a totally different perspective which i haven't thought about um how it's similar similar to art the only thing i would say is that for me at least and i think for majority of investors nfts are are, are a heavily risk on asset and i know you were talking about long term um but i think for the time being um nfts and altcoins i i'd I'd say NFTs are maybe slightly more risky than altcoins and i think in general those asset classes will track net liquidity quite well net us liquidity and if you add another couple central banks in there as well um if if you just look at total three against net usd liquidity is really interesting to look at because it it honestly tracks it really well so i think the, the narrative that we need for nfts and maybe altcoins i think at the end of the day is just qe So what I'm looking for personally uh, for when I invest in or look at certain NFTs, obviously it's all the things you mentioned, community, staying power. Uh, Two things I would add is the value against Ethereum, how well that's held up or value against certain coins over time. And also the the macro picture. As soon as we get QE, you know, people talk about short-term things which happen. Okay, the ETF would be nice. People talk about student loans or debt ceiling. I think the only important narrative crypto needs nfts bitcoin alts whatever you want to call it is qe and liquidity i think liquidity is everything
0: so are you saying QEs is in quantitative easing yeah yeah Yeah. okay okay just making sure that i'm tracking with you there yeah yeah you yeah, know i think that's smart i respect the perspective that you have coming toward it and i think that's one of the things that i brought up kind of with razik just a little bit ago was just saying that you know right now honestly now's not the time where you need to be fomoing in i think if you see a project and Like, say, for instance, that you don't have a stonk and you want to invest in the stonks. I wouldn't say to anybody, you know, except for bots, like bots, I think you got a great opportunity because you got the BOGO going from lumber. But, you know, I I just don't think that it's something where you have to be like, oh, I'm going to FOMO into this right now, right? You have the opportunity to be selective with adding to collections you do have that higher time frame conviction in and i think that's the thing the, the mentality that you need to have in the nft marketplace right now be selective be with something that you can hold through a little bit of volatility a little bit of ups and downs and you know go from there and when you're talking about the overall eth uh, like in terms of eth and how it's held up dude i mean i think obviously it's been something that's encouraged me too like looking at the stonks from now versus a year ago a year ago, the stonks were chopping between 0.03 and 0.05 ETH, and they did that for basically like let's see, eight nine <laughs> months. Rooster, does that sound right?
9: <laughs> like,
3: yeah, I mean, it was back like, from like April to uh, November. Yeah, something like that. And like looking at it
0: now. You know, it's been chopping. They've been chopping between 0.1 and 0.15 or, I mean, 0.2, whatever you want to say, that whole area. They've been chopping there since like February, you know? So like just looking at the overall accumulation range of now versus a year ago, like you see the general growth. And what I talked about as far as like the cup and handle type perspective from the chart, as far as what I'm looking at, you know, the peak for this previous pump back in January peaked out at where the initial peak in October of 2021 did, which was right in that like, you know, 0.3 to 0.4 ETH area. And, you know, again, where I'm just looking at like the base range of where the initial one was and how we've got a higher base range. Now that's where you've got your overall cup and that's where you're forming your handle where it's a little bit elevated from the initial one. And that's why, you know, looking at traditional terms as far as like the supply, demand, growth picture, it's beautiful how it's painting just a, you know, a classic technical pattern on the higher time frame chart in terms of ETH. And I think that it's something that will end up playing out. I mean, to be determined, obviously, there's a lot of risk with any asset that you're talking about. But in the meantime, you know, like (laughs) it's easier to hold something if you like the art as well. So that's important um but yeah you know like point being dude i think there are a lot of those signs that you're talking about when you look at the songs you look at where we are you look at the growth of the picture as a whole but you know you've got time be patient find what you like and accumulate it whenever it's you know at a point that you're like you know that you're you're comfortable with
5: yeah no 100 percent. uh thanks thanks for asking my answering my question mate and uh I, I, yeah, I appreciate all your logical and, and rational analysis. I've been following you for a while now, and honestly, you, you're one of the the best people to to follow out there on CT because you're constantly producing valuable content. You know, not just BS calls. You know, call, uh, just being a bull a million percent of the time and calling for stupid price targets. You, you really do pursue that rational and, and logical analysis, and I think that's that's very helpful for uh, new people and novices in the space. I just want to thank you for that.
0: Yeah, I appreciate
5: that, Vortex
0: hot
9: rod what what's going on hi what's up uh, actually it's my first time talking over here with you guys <laughs> so so basically it's an honor to be with you guys since last year I was recommended by to join your group by pick gold uh, and have been part of the group since then once I, since I earned uh, the wonky from the from a competition.
0: Let's go. I, yeah, I see that it's your banner.
9: Yeah, and I've been holding it since then. Yeah, I've seen a lot of growth in, uh, in the the value of it. It increased a lot. I was very impressed by this. I'm still so impressed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> love to hear it, man. Love to hear it. So have you accumulated any other yeah, yeah. wonky stocks since then?
9: Yeah. So uh, I just uh, wanted to ask you something a little bit to go off the topic. I mean, I just uh, the purpose of me coming to ask you was to uh, ask you about uh, this. I have this uh, NFT group. Uh, they re- they are really impressed by our group, and they wanted to uh, have a shared space with you uh, with you people. Are you willing to do it or not? just wanted to know like <laughs> hey, i don't know how to uh, give an approach to this
0: <laughs> This it, is my it's first time tough, asking who... tough to say without knowing who they are shoot shoot me a dm i'll i'll take a look at the dm and i can I'll,
9: give you all the details
0: yeah it, dude. if you if you could just shoot me the details in a dm and kind of let me know what you were thinking for it i can sure, look sure. through and let you know if i think it's something that makes sense but i i definitely appreciate yeah yeah sure sure that. you know we've had whenever really you're comfortable
9: healthy, you can yeah, yeah.
0: We've had some healthy shared spaces in the past. So. Sure,
9: sure, sure. I mean, they are willing to look for more and more people so, who are already, you know, uh, been uh, in a long run, and they are willing to uh, have a shared space with a lot of people. And uh, I think you may have heard this group called Save Souls.
0: Uh, I have not. Yeah, again, you know, if you just shoot me the info through it, I can look through and um, you know, let you know sure.
9: if it's something that makes sense on it, right, man. Yeah, sure. You, 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 whenever you feel like if you're comfortable to have those shared uh, space with them, you just inform me. I'll inform them. If you're not, then it's okay. It's, I don't mind. I'm just uh, trying to, you know, increase the reputation, the popularity. I'm just trying to, you know, expand the base to uh, get more people, get the uh, safe soul peoples to get our wonky songs too. I'm trying to, you know, uh, get us get to know more, but all all of you to get to know more projects to like that.
0: I appreciate it, man. Thank you for helping with the networking side of it. Um, I saw crypto bat 28. You were trying to talk a little bit ago, just brought you up. What's going on.
7: Hey, thanks man. How are you guys doing? And uh, good to, to finally, you know, be able to join a space for a decent length of time. Um, no, I actually wanted to weigh in earlier in the, the earlier chat that was going on. It was uh the, talking about the utility or the value of the stonks and i guess for me the art that you mentioned Kaleo, is, is key because we spend so much time looking at charts anyone who's an investment or crypto specifically has spent hours and hours and hours um staring at charts and to to have them as nfts you know beautifully represented and generative as they are like i, I think that's attraction in itself and that it it definitely resonates with with all of us traders and investors who who have a, a vision and a dream uh, of why they're doing this and what they're doing. So, yeah, that's I guess that's what I wanted to add to that. Really, thanks.
0: I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. I was gonna say I saw Cube followed you, so I knew that you had to be a had to be a good dude. So I had to make sure I brought you up here.
7: <laughs> thanks, man
0: cube hasn't made you a cube has he
7: i don't believe so no <laughs> we'll
0: have to we'll have to tag it if you've got three or more stonks you got to get cubed
7: <laughs> i'll have to work on it eh? yeah uh might be a little while before i accumulate that <laughs> many. but uh, it's always right, a great. dream isn't it
0: yes sir well either way dude i really appreciate the kind words um you know and i I think that there are a lot of people that echo that sentiment. Um, so I big, bold bull. I'll give it, I'll give it to you in one second though. I just want to kick it over to bots, not a bot and just see how the progress is going right now on the blur and the transaction side of things.
4: I'm still pending for whatever reason. <laughs> I, I pulled it up on the block Explorer and it says, uh, there's a pending transaction with lower account nonce this transaction can only be executed after the confirmation of the earlier transaction so i I have no idea (laughs) i double checked the addresses i sent to the new address but i'm stuck it's not from lack of effort
0: (laughs) what uh what exchange is it from
4: well, I'm I sent from Wealth Simple. I'm in Canada. We're kinda of limited to our uh, exchanges. Got you, got you. So not being I believe I know that they backdoor through another exchange and I'm not even sure who it is. So that likely could be what's happening
2: here. That would make sense.
0: Yeah, I'm not I was gonna say I haven't heard of them, so it might it might just be them and it, i'm not sure what their processing time is but it'll happen eventually so you know one thing i do right now is just make sure you're following lumber if somehow it doesn't happen by the conclusion of this space and you know it gets cleared a little bit later um you know you could dm him whenever it does and you know just make sure show him the proof of that transaction and he can send it
4: as soon as that's completed done i just followed <laughs> I uh I might have to ask more questions of them on the way, though.
0: Oh, that's fine, man. I mean, we we can help you out here. So if you've never done it before, again, it's on Blur.io is where that is. And it's as simple as connecting the wallet, searching for wonky stonks. And, you know, from there, it's pretty pretty intuitive process.
4: Well, I'm sure it seems that way to you we'll find out i'll do I'm, I'm on board i'm gonna do it i just don't know uh how, how easy it'll be for me
0: hey we'll we'll get you there man we'll get you there um uh big bold bull welcome up what's going on man
6: this is it brother how you doing
0: oh dude i'm doing well i'm, I'm sitting here starting to get dressed and get ready to go over i've got a Got to be at the gym here at three. I've already pushed
8: pushed up
0: or pushed it back about half an hour, so got a little bit of time before, just a little bit of time left in the space, maybe five or ten minutes
6: before I got to call it quits. No, fair enough. No, fair enough. No, I uh, I had mentioned it in a, in a one of these spaces there. I don't know, probably a couple months ago. Uh, I was actually getting ready. I was getting in a shower while I was on the
9: space,
6: but, uh, money, just the, uh, the investment pitch that I, uh, that I made just came through this week. Just put in my notice of my job, doing the business full time. Just wanted to share with the fan. Yo,
0: congratulations, man. That's exciting.
6: Yeah, it I means it's, it's kind of a weird monkey's paw kind of day. Like, uh, I mean, that's good, that's bad. Like, I, I checked my portfolio. I was like, oh, <laughs> but, but then I, uh, then I got uh, word on my investment pitch, so that was good. So, you know,
0: <laughs> bro, love to hear it. Congratulations! So you're, you're your own. Yeah,
6: boss. it's uh, you know six or two two and a half years of working six days a week, and now uh, I can only work, I only have to work for myself.
0: Love that, man. So you're going to be working seven days a week, but you won't have anybody telling you what to exactly.
6: do. Exactly. If anything, I got the cash now to tell other people what to do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, it's been great. It's uh, it's, it's funny. It's because I've been kind of like the last to check my portfolios. like ETH is down super bad for me. I got like two two projects. I put some cash in and total rug pulls. And I had some hope for. And then I was like, oh fuck, that sucks. And then I hopped on Magic Eden and I had uh, a bunch of ordinals I picked up and all the bids that I had for all the all the uh, uh, the uh, uh, asks that I had. Uh, they ended up like most of them all sold. So uh, so that's good. And I'll be able to pay off my car with that. So <laughs> it's I don't know it's a weird day. <laughs> oh, that's funny, man. Yeah. Um...
0: Well, congratulations! Yeah, though. thanks, brother. Appreciate it.
6: Figure I'd let, uh, let the group know because, like I said, I was in spaces when I told everybody I was going for the pitch. So it's it's only uh, it's only a uh, 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 proper for me to 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 announce what the outcome was, even though that was like two months ago.
0: <laughs> so I mean, like this is something that's going to be starting immediately
6: for yeah, you. Yeah. So though. they uh they're depositing. Uh, so I put my notice in with work, and they're depositing a half a mil into our account there, July fourteenth.
0: Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So
6: it's a, uh, and it's a uh, through a foundation. So the, so it looks like if we meet all of our thresholds, it'll be grant money. So like, we won't have to pay it back, which is fucking incredible. Oh, yeah, no yeah, yeah. way.
0: That's amazing. Well, dude, I love hearing the good news, man. So you're going to be on crypto Twitter more too, then. Hello. Did I just get rugged?
3: No, okay, he got rugged. He left. Um, he said he doesn't uh, have enough time for broke people anymore. He has um, things to do. Yeah, basically, he's
6: like, <laughs> I got that
0: deposit. Just wanted to say bye.
6: bye. <laughs> i rugged there for a second, but yeah, I'll be, I'll be a lot more involved. Uh, I'll be a, a lot more present.
0: Love it, man. Love it. Well, congratulations. That's some exciting news here at the end of the space. Um, All right. So y'all, I hate doing this, but unfortunately, I do have to call it. Um, You know, I'm glad we got Bots Not a Bot connected with Lumber. We'll make sure that transaction happens. Lumber, you can let me know if there's any difficulties with that or questions you have too, but I'm sure you'll be able to help him with that. Um, But congratulations thanks again to the legend lumber for doing that giveaway for bots and you know appreciated having everyone new up on stage hot rod i'll you know check out that dm get back to you and you know either way we'll be back this next week and in the meantime just remember wonky stunks are inevitable so enjoyed it and we will see all this next week